everyone. I'm Linda McHenry, host of The Writer's Voice. And my guest today is Roberta Islip writing as Lucy Burdett. She is going to talk to us about writing for the long haul and diving deeper with your characters. She also has a new book out. And uh, I'm going to let her talk about that. Hi, Roberta. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Linda? Doing wonderful in this nice, hot summer. Um, nine, six degrees or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, it's better than snow, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I sure do wish I had a piece of key lime pie. What do you think? A key lime martini. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> All righty. You have your martini. I'll have my pie. And why didn't you tell us about the key lime crime? <laughs> okay. Uh, can I show the book? Oh, certainly. All right. Because I just got some yesterday. Oh, this, neat. Uh, yeah. Isn't it pretty? And Tugong Cat has his first appearance. So he's <laughs> very chuffed. So this is the 10th book in the Key West Food Critic Mystery Series. And the main character is Haley Snow, who is a food critic who lives in Key West on Houseboat Row, which is a, a real place. And she has a whole set of characters. Of course, by the 10th book, you've mm -hmm. had a lot of people move in and out. And I live in Key West half the year, so I've gotten to know the place and the quirky characters pretty well. That's excellent. Yeah. So in this uh, in this book, it's the times it the time is set between Christmas and New Year's, which is completely insane in Key West. Everybody comes down for that period of time because New Year's Eve on Duval Street. You can see it on one of the TV shows. It's just wall-to-wall -wall people. And I think I've heard maybe the number of people on the island swells to 90,000. As opposed to what? As opposed to 25. Wow. So it quite so it's a lot almost. of people. And it's a, it's a lot of work for the police. And Haley's fiance, they're married now, <laughs> uh, is a police detective. Okay. So he's, he's very busy and they, they call in a lot of cops from out of town and they get the sheriff's department and there are always some terrible events because people are crazy. So <laughs> that's the setting and um, at the same time, Nathan, her husband's mother shows up unexpectedly and she did not attend the wedding and Haley is scared to death of her. Okay, stuff that we can all identify with. <laughs> so I know you've written several series. I know you want to share with us what writing for the long haul is like, because I think so many people, you're focusing on the book you're at right now. Sometimes looking to the future is something that's too scary to think about. But I guess you really need to um, in a lot of cases. So why don't you talk about that? Right. And since I write series, the Key West series is my third set of books. The first book was written as Roberta Islip, and that was a golf lover's mystery series that went five books. The second series was the advice column mystery series featuring a psychologist, which is my background. And that one went three books. So I thought at the beginning that the series would, both of them would go on and on, and what you have to be prepared for is uh, no, if they don't sell at the level that the publisher is hoping for, they ax them and they don't give you a lot of time because they're trying to make their bottom line. 
So when I got into the third series, the, the new, I had a new publisher and they asked, would you mind changing your name? And I said, no, that's fine, as long as it's published. So Lucy <laughs> Burdett is my grandmother's name. Okay. And this series, which is now 10, and I'm working on number 11, is probably done the best. But to get back to the question of writing for the long haul, I think the idea you need to have is do the best you can, promote it the best you can, and then be ready to shift if you need to, because publishing is a wickedly hard business. What do you think about writing two at the same time? Is that doable? Could you have two different series running at the same time? Or is that is that taking a biting off way more than you can chew? These days, there are a lot of my writing buddies are doing more than one at a time. And I think it depends on how fast a writer you are. I don't believe in just churning stuff out because you want, you want to get it on bookshelves. Because as my husband, who was in advertising, always said, the best publicity that will cause you to fail is a lousy product. So if, you know, people start to read them and say, oh my gosh, she is really calling, phoning it in, or, you know, there's so many mistakes, or people are very careful in their reading. So I like to do the best I can, but I would say these books are now taking about nine months. Mm -hmm. And the first book I ever wrote probably took four years. And you think diving into your characters has a lot to do with that? Yes, I absolutely do, because I know the characters better. And in fact, we talked about this a little bit when we were getting ready. Mm -hmm. The way I work is to think about what's going on in the characters' lives, because that's what I'm most interested in. So I sometimes don't even know what the murder will be or who the suspects are, but I know Haley is doing this, and I knew the mother-in-law was coming way before I knew anything else. So I look for conflict in the characters' lives. And you know, it's funny that you say that because I've always considered myself a character-driven writer and my weakness to be plotting. So I attended a plotting seminar that Gail Linz did at New England Crime Bake a couple of years ago. And her plotting seminar, my takeaway was that plot evolves from character and that the most important character is your villain, whether it be a person or the weather, because precisely what you just said, you have these events and how are your characters going to respond to that? Right. That's going to dictate what happens. So you're kind of saying the same thing that you stuff happens and your characters and the plot of the book revolves around. So you're always thinking, how can I make this harder or worse for this character? And that helps you brainstorm what could come next. It's interesting that you say she talked about the villain being most important because I think I start out with cardboard villains. And I have to really work to say to myself, the book that I'm writing now, which I said is number 11, mm -hmm. I'm almost to the end and I'm saying, but why would this person do that? Murder is a very big deal. It's with huge consequences. It's a human life. So what would drive a person to that? That has to be satisfying. And I do have to work at that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, for me, this is the same thing. I tend to work backwards from whatever the crime is. The book I'm working on now involves an arson. So why did the guy set fire? What right. motivated him? And I had to come up with that because he has to believe that it's okay. And like you're saying, you know, someone is going to commit murder. You and I find it abhorrent. And, and, you know, I don't think either one of us would just go out and do it and cavalierly go on. But for someone who does it, it has to be acceptable to them. Right. It's kind of hard to come up with that. There are people and characters who are sociopathic, who don't care about other people's lives. But to me, that's not very interesting or sad. It's cookie cutter, kind of. It's kind of, I mean, that's what, it's, that's the easy way. Somebody who's feeling desperate about something, and this is how they see as, what they see as the answer. Right. And they're guilty and they try to hide it. And that just makes the, the right. plot that much better. And it also gives you more stuff for your characters to avoid. Exactly. Something that I think Hallie Efren once said in a, in a class years ago is it's not only the person who did the crime who has a secret, but if you give other people in the book secrets too, they look guilty and then your detective can spend some time trying to figure out why they're behaving in such a suspicious manner. You know, it's funny you should bring that up. I ran across a, an outline that a cozy author, Elizabeth Spann Craig, has on her website. It's, it's an, a character outline and sort of like a, a very loose character and plot outline. But one of the things she says for every single character in the book, when you go through the investigation, you know, where the sleuth or the, the cop is investigating someone, Every single person who's investigated concerning the crime has to tell a truth and a lie. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Because now that's going to help you create the dilemmas and the red herrings and you, the author, know what the lies and the truths are, but isn't that going to dictate their behavior? Right. And it also forces you to think about why is this person lying and what is the lie? Because if I was interviewed by the cops... I would think I would just tell everything I knew. I wouldn't be dodging around trying to cover it up unless it was a family member who was yeah. in trouble. But there is another good point is that's a way that I get Haley involved is that it's someone that she deeply cares about who has asked for help or needs her help. Right. But if you're having a problem with a character, make them tell a lie and then motivate the lie. There you and go. And then that's, that's a way to do it. So I guess everybody has their different things to do. And, and I think it's kind of neat that here you are talking about yourself and, and you're bringing other authors in. And so am I, because no matter how much you know, and how much you've written, you can always learn something new and, and you certainly can share with other people. Right. And I forget what I thought I learned. So then I, then I <laughs> it, it helps me. I know some people say that they don't like to read mysteries while they're writing their own because they're afraid it gets in the way of their plot or their ideas. But to me, like I was reading something by Barbara Ross when I wrote mm -hmm. Key Lime Crime, and I said, oh, that's how she did it. I can do that. And it's not like this is something new, but right. just something jogged me to think about it in a different way. Well, and I think that's the thing about talking with other writers. I think no matter how creative you are, whether you're a writer or a musician or an artist, talking to other people whose minds work the same way, which is usually a little step out of the way most people think. Right. Um, like you said, you're not stealing their idea because people are people. I mean, nothing we can come up with in books hasn't already been done in real life, right. but it can alter your perspective a little bit. I also want to say that I saw Hank Philippi Ryan's interview of you 
on the blog on the sisters in crime blog this uh -huh. morning have you seen it yes i did she sent me the link yeah that's so neat so everybody says how wonderful you are Oh, and wow. well, they do. And, and I thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your expertise with us. And I want to remind everybody that they can learn more about you on your website at lucyburdett.com. Hold that book cover up again so yeah. we can see The Key Lime Crime, which was just released earlier this month. So right. number 10. Number 10. Yeah. yeah. Number 10 in the series. So when number 11 is out, you'll have to come back and visit. I would love to. It's really fun, especially since we're all locked down and have no one to talk to. This <laughs> right. Not only are we helping everybody else, it's fun for us. And, you know, if you have other events that you want to do, call on me. I'll be happy to help you. You know me. I'm the Zoom girl um, in, in, this part of the, in this part of the country for, for Sisters in Crime and Mystery Writers of yes, America. Yes, and that's what really wonderful. That's a great help to the rest of us who are not so technologically adept. <laughs> we all have our things. I'm sure I'll be calling on you for assistance at some point, too. So thanks for joining me, Roberta Isla, again as writing as Lucy Burdett, the, the Key Lime Crime was released earlier this month. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. That was delightful. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.